Hello and welcome back to another podcast sponsored by backpackinglight.co.uk. Well, everybody's been talking about it and we all know it. It's the weather does seem a little bit strange, but are we going to complain? Let's face it, it's April come May time. Uh, we're getting lovely sunny days at the moment, slightly cooler evenings, but we can live with that. And it's absolutely perfect outdoor weather. So I hope uh, you and your friends are enjoying a little bit more outdoor activity as the weather treats us all so well. Uh, there's an event coming up soon, which uh, I'm going to be attending, which is the um, a, a Backpackers Club AGM weekend up at Bellingham on the Pennine Way, and that's uh, April the 27th, 8th and 29th. Um, I shall be there with a uh, car load full of goodies, uh, one of which I, I want to tell you all about here, which is uh, I've just discovered which is absolutely brilliant. Um, and there's a whole pile of other bits and bobs I'm going to be bringing along as well. Um, now, the uh, the Backpackers Club is um, AGM is open to anybody. So if you're in the area, uh, it's actually on the Pennine Way, so you can actually combine it with uh, with a nice long walk, park your car somewhere, come down the Pennine Way, pop into the Backpackers Club, join us on the campsite. It's a nominal amount on the campsite. And then you can walk back the following day and pick the car up. So it could make for a perfect weekend, especially if the weather stays the way it is. But uh, they tell me you'll be assured of a warm welcome. Uh, and the campsite is uh, right next door to the, uh, to the main street there, so it's not very far away from the old liquid refreshment. Um, so, uh, well, with more about the, uh, the uh, AGM in a second, what I'll be taking you along... Um, one thing I have discovered recently uh, is a stove, a little meth stove, uh, made by White Box, White Box alcohol stoves over in the States, and they make them for gossamer gear. Now, uh, I don't know how I came across this, but I'm forever hunting around for goodies, and I've got one here in front of me. Uh, and I was just really impressed, because normally these sort of um, handmade meth stoves, if you like, can be a little bit on the fragile side, particularly the sort of Coke can variety, and I don't, didn't want to uh, introduce people to those. However, these ones are made out of a, a much sort of sturdier um, bottle, recycled bottle, and it was the recycled part of it that actually appealed to me most of all. Uh, but I, I, it's got a fantastic write-ups on the, on the different websites. And it's made for gossamer gear by white box stoves. Anyway, I managed to track down the manufacturer, a lovely chap called Bill Ballou. And um, I got him on the phone not so long back to ask him how it all came about. But before I play the interview, let me just say, this stove is uh, weighs 30 grams. Uh, and it's sturdy, it's chunky, it'll take a bit of abuse. Um, it comes with a lovely thin aluminium windshield and reflector. Uh, which weighs another 30 grams, which you can or can't use if you choose to, or, or not, as the case may be. But the stove is strong enough that it is also the pot support. And I've put the um, uh, the Vargo tea light mug on it, and that is just about wide enough. The base needs to be a bit wider, because although this stove is a small, narrow stove, it's only sort of 60mm diameter and 55mm high, the flames, instead of coming out the top of the stove, the flames come round the outside and, and form quite a big spread. Um, you'll see that on the website if you have a look on the website. Uh, but the heat that it kicks out is phenomenal, uh, and it will boil a pint of water in six or seven minutes. Um, 
it's got to be one of the most efficient stoves I've seen. So I got Bill on the phone and asked him to to give us some background and and how he actually came about producing these stoves. Well, you know, as a backpacker, I, I wanted to go lightweight, and I uh, did a little research on on stoves, and uh, I started making some out of uh, beverage cans, regular pop cans or beer cans, and those went over well. And then I found this new model can, this aluminum bottle that's, uh, you know, a lot heavier, a lot more durable. And uh took me about three or four months to develop this particular style of stove. And, uh, you know, that's... It's just been a good, good marketing <laughs> product. Now, now, I understand that uh, sometimes your neighbours get a bit concerned that you're the local tramp because you've been going into the um, into the refuse refuse boxes to to find these bottles. Right. Yeah. Every all these bottles are are recycled, uh, either from the local taverns or out of our our refuge containers. So uh, that helps the environment too. You know. Well, I've got one in front of me now, the the one you sent over, and it's it's a lovely a lovely tool. But the the one thing that really amazed me was the uh, the amount of heat that comes off it when you when it gets going. Yeah, it's it's a it's a hot burner, one of the hottest burning alcohol stoves made, and, and you know just the particular design and and the type of bottle uh, it just works super. So, so what makes it so efficient? I don't, I don't really understand the the uh, science behind some of these meth design stoves. Well, I I don't either. Other than you know having, I probably made twenty five different models before I, I I ran, you know, developed this one and, uh, you know, different size uh, hole patterns and flames uh, and everything just you know just all went together with this one stove. So. Uh, it works pretty good, though. And I, I understand that um, Gossamer Gear are, are very big customers of yours in the U.S. They are, yeah. We started a partnership back in February, and and they're uh, they've sold a couple hundred since then. So they're going going well, certainly. Um, no, you uh, I know you're a fisherman and you enjoy the fishing life. Do you take one of these stoves with you to uh, to have a brew with you when you when you're out fishing or uh, or uh, cooking a catch? Uh, well, we don't. I don't cook fish on them, but you know it's a daily thing. We'll we'll take some uh, noodles and uh, just rehydrate them, you know, in hot water, boil some water, and have hot hot soup on the right on the shore. Of course, I use these when I go backpacking all the time too. But. So, so what kind of food do you eat then? Because the, this does turn. Uh, I mean, well, I, I tested it the other day, and I think it um, converted a pint of cold water into a real good hot boiling water in about six or seven minutes, which I, th- I found incredible, really. Um, yeah. So, so how do you use it? What, what's your cooking and eating system? Well, uh, when I when I'm in the backcountry, you know, I just take a regular cook pan and, and boil water, and uh, all my food is dehydrated. That I use when I go backpacking. So, so, so you, you boil the water and put the food in, or or, or how, do, how do you work it? Because we we do things slightly differently over in the UK. Yeah, I I carry uh, a a plastic bowl that's insu- insulated with a pot cozy. I don't know if you're familiar with those. Yeah. And uh, you know the the dry food goes in there, and the boiling water goes in, and, and in ten minutes you have a a hot meal. Right, so uh, so you boil the water, put it in with the, uh, the the food in a container, and seal it up in the in the cozy for for ten or fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. 
Right. Excellent. And and do you draw your own food, or is that um, commercially uh, commercially bought? No, it's commercial. I'll buy your backpacker meals. You know. Yeah, yeah. So, what sort of um, sort of backpacking activities do you do yourself then? Well, I, I've done a lot through Glacier Park up here. I've I've hiked over three hundred miles of trails in Glacier. I started the Continental Divide Trail two years ago, and I've got about uh, two hundred and fifty miles of that walked. We have a big wilderness, uh, the Rocky Mountains here, Bob Marshall, uh, scapegoat, uh, spotted bear wilderness, and uh, I've walked several hundred miles in that backcountry. My trips run anywhere from three to ten days in the backcountry. Oh, and what sort of gear do you take with you? Obviously you take your, uh, your cooker with you, but um, what, else, what else do you take, sort of shelter and so on? Well, I, I take a, a single-man tent. I have a Hilleberg Acto uh, for an all-season tent. Uh, Obviously, a lightweight sleeping bag, a, a marmot hydrogen 30-degree bag, and just, you know, a smattering of uh, personal clothing items is about all I take with me. Excellent. And, and yeah. do you take your fishing gear with you as well? I do, yeah. I always like to fish the little streams and backcountry lakes. Uh, this last summer, my, my backpack for 10 days weighed 34 pounds. Okay, and the, the fishing gear, as a matter of interest, is, do, you, do you choose a lightweight, um, is there a lightweight model fishing kit that in the States, or do you take a standard fly rod? No, I, I take a, a, a four-piece, eight-and-a-half-foot rod. That's a four-weight. Uh, most of the fish you catch are pretty small. But the rod and reel weigh, you know, like five ounces. It's, it's a pretty light outfit. Fantastic. But it works really good. It packs small and... and uh, you know, it's good for those little cricks and stuff. Uh, now, you sent me some pictures over uh, the last couple of days of some fabulous fish that you'd uh, you'd caught near you, uh, and uh, you made it sound like you nip off every two or three days to do some fishing. Is is this true? Yeah. Uh, this time of year, the big trout are spawning, so they're in close to shore, and they're they're fun to catch. I've been up, uh, I think, three or four times already, and it's just starting to get good here in the next week or two, so... Brilliant, brilliant. So, what what do you, do you think were your thoughts on the on the white uh, box stove then, as it develops? It, will it change very much in design, or do you think you've pretty well got it perfect now? Because the kit comes with the uh, the stove and the heat reflector and um, the windshield, all of which are very very light aluminium, um, and the whole lot fits inside a cookpot nicely. But do you think it'll move on at all the the design? Uh, unless these big companies are making these aluminium bottles uh, change. I don't have any intention of changing my design. I started out earlier with a pop can type stove, and uh, but this side burner aluminum bottle, I mean, it just works really good. Do you, did you find that those pop can ones were a little bit um, unstable and, and also a bit uh, bit dangerous in, in use? Well, I didn't have any danger with them at all, but uh, you know, they're easy to crush. They're they're so lightweight, you know, you just. You know, you drop your pack on them and they're ruined. But mm. this new stove, pretty hard to break it. Lovely. Well, we'll look forward to uh, seeing where the design goes if you suddenly have a, any uh, any change of uh, um, supplier. I presume if the diameter of the of the original item changed, either larger or smaller, it would um, obviously affect the uh, the construction. But would that really affect the the heat output very much? Do you think? Well, I I think so. Uh, the uh, Especially on the burner holes, if I went too small, it had a real hard problem lighting and staying lit. And so we went from uh, 
from a real small hole to a, a larger hole, and, and this one it was just you know after about 20 different hole designs and patterns and sizes, this is the one that just worked the best. Mm. And how long does each one take you to make when you sort of originally source the the bottle out of the uh, out of the um, trash can? I, I can make one in about 12 minutes. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've got some, you know, I've I've got a big bandsaw that does a lot of the work, and and uh, you know, so I to, it just in a drill press that does a lot of the trimming of the metal and stuff. But twelve or thirteen minutes, I can I can make a pretty good stove. So, well, it's uh, it's superbly made in that in that period of time. It obviously leaves you uh, leaves you plenty of time to go fishing. That that's correct. Yeah. <laughs> I think you'll uh, you'll sell a lot of them over there. <laughs> <laughs> what a what a lovely chap there, Bill Ballou from White Box Alcohol Stoves, giving you a bit of background behind it. And he was speaking to us live from Montana, uh, in between fishing. You should see some of the pictures of the fish he's caught. That absolutely. A, big, and B, fabulous. But anyway, let's move on. Um, I just want to say that those white box stoves should be arriving with me any day now, and I'll be bringing them up to the Bellingham Meet. Uh, and, of course, backpackinglight.co.uk are the only distributors of these stoves. So if you want to swap your old Transia for something a little bit sexier and uh, giving out probably more heat than a Transia, then uh, do consider it. Uh, so let's move on to the Bellingham Weekend. Although I was uh, away during the outdoors show, uh, Andy was uh, holding the fort nicely, um, I did get the feedback from a lot of people that there actually, uh, w once again, uh, wasn't an awful lot of lightweight gear there. So what I've done is taken upon myself to uh, gather some uh, items together, which I think will be of uh, interest to people, and take them up to Bellingham. Now, I know uh, various other people are going to be there as well, so we've all tried to complement each other to make sure we've got a, a nice little presentation for everybody who wants to come along. Um, so I'm going to just give you a bit of a, um, a rundown of what I'm, uh, I'm hoping to take. Uh, and so if you're uh, actually wanting to get your hands on some of this new lightweight products and have a play, then uh, this might be the place to do it. First of all, as you know, we're uh, Golight distributors uh, and we've got all the new Golight rucksacks in, the uh, Pursuit, the Quest, the Jam 2 and the incredibly popular Pinnacle. That is proving to be one uh, very, very popular rucksack and it's easy to see why because it takes the best out of the gust rucksack i think and the trek and combines the two together to uh, to give you a pretty substantial uh, lightweight rucksack with a lot of nice little features on it without going too far over the top um of course, the Golight range includes their uh, range of tents as well, so we'll have a handful of items of those up for you to see and, and actually consider if a single skin tent is the way that you want to go. But uh, sometimes, unless you see these things all lined up together, it's very hard to uh, compare one against the other. Um, moving on to Gregory, uh, we've got the new Gregory Z-Pack and the Jade, uh, and the 35-litre pack as well, so we hope to bring in some of those along for you to see and, and have a look at and try those on. Um, um, and then in the Lightwave, uh, we do Lightwave as well. We've got the Lightwave rucksacks to come along and also some Crux rucksacks to uh, to try on. Uh, a lot of these are just samples for people to have a look at and, and have a feel of and, and see if they're uh, wanting to change their current equipment. Uh, plus we've got about um, eight or ten of the uh, Lightwave uh, tents, the T1, T0s, T2s, G2s and so on, in different formats. Uh, and you can once again experience and compare 
them like for like, which I think is, is pretty useful. Uh, now, I've been speaking to those nice guys over at uh, Woodland Organics, and they're, they're a great bunch of, uh, of, of guys, very, very, uh, very, very dry and witty, but they do distribute some, a real mix of stuff. Uh, and some of it is, um, they've got the Hennessy Hammock. Now, I'm not sure if many people have actually tried hammock camping. Um, I've done it a couple of times, and it, um, it's an acquired art, uh, not least that you need a couple of trees, of course, um, but it's sort of quite popular in, in, in Europe and certainly over in the States. So I'm bringing one of those along, and if I can find a couple of trees there, I'll string it up and see what people think about using that as a, a different uh, camping option. Um, they've also given me some new products that they've got coming through at the moment, uh, which will be interesting, sort of cooking items and some uh, new titanium uh, cooking bits uh, from the Evernew range, and the very, very interesting and controversial uh, skins, which uh, seems to be cropping up on a regular basis on different people's blogs like uh, Romans and Darren's and uh, John Key's, uh, which are, how should we put this? They're condoms, basically. They're condoms for phones and electronic gear. And you slide your uh, your phone into it and roll the thing over it and twist it and turn it back and it gives you a, a temporary waterproof um, covering for uh, for your gear uh, that might be a little bit sensitive to, uh, to the damp weather, shall we say, but allows it still to function. But at the end of the day, that's what they look like, so let's not hide from the fact. Uh, they also distribute a couple of interesting lighting products which I'll bring along as well. One called the Firefly which is a three LED lid, replacement lid, for a Nalgene pot. And you fill the Nalgene pot full of water, put this lid on top, switch the light on, and it becomes a very interesting lantern. And because of the water refraction, generates this lovely soft uh, soft glow in a tent, which is quite sweet. Uh, and they also do this um, little 9-volt um, thing called the pack light, which is, um, well, it fits. It's, it's a two LED lamp, which is luminous. Uh, two, sorry, let's do that again. It's a two LED head which clips onto a standard nine volt battery and the it's just got a simple on off switch on the side uh, obviously because it's a nine volt battery it will last for thousands and thousands of hours um but also the head is luminous as well so if you were to use that in a tent or uh, for whatever reason uh, when you switch it off at least you can still find the torch again for the next few hours because it's uh, the luminosity of the, of the head and that's quite a sweet little device and i'll be bringing some of those along as well so those are two really useful nighttime devices what else have we got Ah, yeah, this is uh, this is quite interesting. We um, also contacted Xbed. Now, uh, I'm not sure if you know this, but Xbed actually do a range of tents. Um, they're not particularly well known, possibly because not many people have seen them, I suppose. Uh, but anyway, I've spoken with them, and I'm hoping to get a, a handful of tents from them to to bring them along uh, and show uh, that range as well. Uh, certainly, the the one man, two man variety is what I'm interested in at the moment in bringing you along to the back. Packers Club, because presumably that's what most people are, are hoping to carry. Um, there's also uh, MSR as well. MSR do um, an interesting range of uh, one-man, two-man tents. They do the Hubba, the Hubba Hubba, and the, um, what do they call it, the final, uh, I forgot what it's called now, it's a wedge-shaped tent. Um, that's supported by two walking poles that actually gives you a mammoth amount of space inside it, which is quite useful. Um, sorry, I've forgotten the name of that one. So I'm hoping to bring some of those along as well. 
Um, and then we have uh, we have uh, various items from OMM. I think Mike from OMM was going to be there anyway, and so he'll be able to tell you and give you answers to uh, all his products should you have any questions. Um, but uh, we've got the very, very popular um, last few of the 30-litre Jirashankas, uh, and they're going to be, um, I think, probably fairly popular, probably because of the price. Um, we've also got uh, an exclusive uh, short supply, actually, from Gregory uh, Gregory Rucksacks as well. Well, that's enough of the hard sell. Um, suffice to say that um, I'm going to be bringing along as many goodies and interesting items, uh, spe- specifically in the lightweight arena, uh, for hopefully an appreciative audience. And I know uh, all the other people attending as well, uh, with stands and so on, will be doing exactly the same. So if you uh, have a free weekend that weekend, the 27th, 28th, 29th of April do pop up to Bellingham and of course you've got the Pennine Way there to have a quick play on as well should you decide to to go for a walk so it could be uh, could be a, a really nice weekend especially if the, the weather holds the way it is at the moment um, now on backpacking like we've been fairly busy as you can imagine with most shops at the moment with all the spring stock coming in uh, all the updated equipment and obviously you've got to update the website and so on which takes a while uh, I've also been out doing a lot of film Filming, uh, filming of uh, new products and also filming of products generally for the outdoorstation.co.uk, which a lot of people will know that I'm obviously actively involved in and trying to promote. Uh, now, uh, it's been mentioned before, but um, it doesn't do any harm to mention it again. Um, those programs which are appearing on the Outdoor Station are free for people to include and incorporate into their blogs or websites, and that includes shops as well as bloggers. So if anyone uh, selling any items uh, and we're producing films supporting those items they can include that into their website free of charge uh, and it helps them hopefully sell more product and and therefore um, educate people and explain some of the features and benefits of certain items and we we hope to be including and increasing that range uh, as as time goes by this year with a vengeance but in the meantime i'm going to get myself sorted now i've made my list out of all the goodies that we're going to uh, to bring along um i've got to find myself a, uh, a big enough boot and box to put it all in and I look forward to meeting you all up at Bellingham for the AGM weekend as I say it is free to come along to so uh, if you've got some time do join us Cameron will be there a whole variety of other people will be there as well several bloggers are going to be there um, and uh, we're looking forward to having a really enjoyable uh, couple of days and evenings chilling out in fingers crossed this sensational spring weather so until I see you take care everyone and uh, speak to you next time Bye for now. Oh, that was good. Backpackinglife.co.uk Go lighter, go faster, go further. To subscribe to our show, please follow the instructions on our website or search for us in the iTunes directory. Thank you and good night. Good night.